This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We've got uh, former judge, former U.S. Representative Ted Poe at the bottom of the hour. We'll talk about Ukraine. We'll talk a lot about Ketanji Jackson Brown, uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson, who will probably be the next Supreme Court justice as Susan Collins said something stupid about supporting her nomination, which makes no sense. I guess Collins is afraid she'll be called a racist if she doesn't vote for her because Ketanji Brown Jackson is not qualified to be in the Supreme Court, and she showed herself to be a radical. Doesn't seem to matter. What matters is her skin tone and her ancestry and her gender. Although she doesn't really know what a woman is, so I'm not really sure she'd actually say she's a woman, which is actually kind of odd to me. So we've got that for you. Something that happened at the Oscars that you didn't know about, which I find pretty interesting, and uh, and a whole lot more, including a Houston student who got a big settlement over the Pledge of Allegiance, which is all very odd. Now, Carrie, I've had people in the chat room say, don't play this song because you didn't play Taco Tuesday yesterday. No, and, that's not how and that works. Mm-mm. because you didn't watch me on Newsmax today. I forgot. I did not see the notification on social media. It's every blinking um, Wednesday at the same okay. time. Okay, yeah, but I'm also working at that time, too. Yeah, but that's relative term with you. It is isn't working, a relative term. What is that? It's working. Blah, blah, I'm very lucky, blah, blah. Hard. W, news. blah, blah, news. You, know you got to I mean? play it. You got to play it. You have to. <sighs> Come on. Push the button. I know you want to. It's Taco Tuesday. No. What? It's a problem. No. What is your issue? Absolutely not. No. Are... No. What the hell? It is not what? Taco Tuesday. No. Play the right song. <sighs> the right one. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Stupid oh. song. Tuesday tell me what to do. I will tell you what to do on a Wednesday. To Don't tell out. me what to do. My show. Stupid song. Upset with you to be honest. I'll be, I'll be honest. I'm a little upset with you. Why? Because I showed off in the first hour. I showed the no neck dance. You didn't do it. I, I don't even know what the no neck dance is. You can dance like you this. You have no up. neck. I cannot see you. <laughs> well, you should. Thankfully, look. I can't see you. you right now. So who's I'm not, not doing, doing that? Sam, am I right? Do the no neck dance. Listen, I let me see. Come do on, it, there I'll it is. Try. That's there the one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's got Carrie. It's sweeping the nation. The it no is? neck dance. Okay, two people. All the kids are doing it. Okay, <laughs> whatever you say. It's the latest TikTok dance. Mm. All right. So, um, everybody in the world now knows. Who cares? Everybody in the world, except those like fighting wars, who who don't care about this fake fantasy land called Hollywood. 
They know that Chris Rock told a joke and Will Smith smacked him in the face and then screamed, get your wife's name out of your effing mouth a couple of times. And um, it's all we really know. We know that Rock, you know, handled it very well. And um, and he continued with the job that he had to do. We know that Will Smith ended up winning the Oscar for Best Actor in the King uh, Richard movie, which is about Richard Williams, the father of Serena and uh, Venus Williams, the tennis stars. And we know that he accepted the award and he cried. And then later he apologized on social media to Chris Rock or something. Here's something we didn't know, Carrie, which I find to be kind of startling. Go ahead. Yep. From Newsmax, the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences on Wednesday said Will Smith was asked to leave to Sunday's Oscar ceremony after hitting Chris Rock, but refused to do so. The Academy's Board of Governors met Wednesday to initiate disciplinary proceedings against Smith for violations against the group's standards of conduct. The Academy said disciplinary action for Smith could include suspension, expulsion, or other sanctions. Many have focused on why Smith was allowed to remain seated front row at the Academy Awards after the incident. On Wednesday, the Academy suggested it attempted to remove the actor from the audience. Things unfolded in a way we could not have anticipated, the Academy said. While we would like to clarify that Mr. Smith was asked to leave the ceremony and refused. We also recognize we could have handled the situation differently. A representative for the Academy declined to give specifics on how it tried to remove Smith. So I'm confused. So you're the Academy Award or the Academy Awards. You've got a governing body. You've got Kara, can you imagine how much security there must have been? There? Oh my goodness, the ton. With all those A-list stars? Are you yes, kidding me? The security yes. must have been through the roof. Uh, in in the where they were having the Academy Awards, you know that they were all armed. They probably had snipers on the roof because you got the A-listers of the A-listers there, and you got to protect them. Hollywood's way more important than anybody like on the streets of Chicago. You got to protect the really important people. I'm being sarcastic, obviously, but you know that there was all sorts of security there. You're telling me they couldn't remove that guy? That's what they're saying. Okay, let's say they say. Uh, Mr. Smith, I'm sorry you assaulted and battered somebody on live international television, and then you scream profanities at him from the from the audience. You have to leave, mm-hmm. and he says, "Nope, I'm not leaving." At that point, you put him in handcuffs, you pick him up and drag him out if you have to. Doesn't really matter. And now it makes more sense what Whoopi Goldberg was saying yesterday. Not that I agree with her, but she says she's glad they didn't put him out because if they would have, then it would have been the whole story would have been they put out a black guy. Mm-hmm. No, the story for anybody who's got a brain would be they put out a guy who smacked another guy in the face. And I'll ask you this, and I really want your opinion on this. Had it been anybody other than Will Smith who did that from the audience, do you think they would have been allowed to stay? Um, maybe not. Because he was talking about the, the Vardim guy or something right before that and his wife. And what if that guy says, I'm not going to take that crap, goes up and punches him in the face. You 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 just sit down and stay? No, I think I think it was because it was Will Smith. They didn't push it. They yeah. probably asked him to leave. He said absolutely not, and that was that appeared to be the end of it. Crazy, but it wasn't because obviously we didn't realize that during the commercial breaks or whatever they were trying to get him to leave. And he said, "I'm not leaving." Mm. You don't get to make that decision. You've got a governing body. You've got a. The organization that runs the, what is it, the Academy of Motion Arts and Pictures and Sciences, whatever the hell it is, um, they rent out the venue. You don't have a right to be there. You're invited to be there. You're an invited guest. But if I say your invitation is now is now rescinded, you have to go. And why bother having security then? 
Exactly right. Why bother? They wanted him to leave. They had security to to get it done, and still they let him stay. Yep. Because he's Will Smith. Hmm. I mean, to me, it's it's stunning. It's interesting. I haven't heard anybody who is of any sort of fame come out and back him. Have you heard anybody come out and back Will Smith for what he did? Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've heard of anybody in the next last couple of days. Paul, have you heard of anybody who's back Will Smith? Yeah, Tiffany Haddish did. Um, she said that she thought it was beautiful. Whatever. It was um, beautiful? Yeah. What was beautiful? Did she ex- him, expand Him that? standing up for his wife. Maybe. And, and I think uh, singer Liam Payne, I think he might have um, backed him too. He was one of the guys from One Direction. Um, I, I think he I think he did. I, I'd have to double check, but I, th- I think he did also. I don't even think he was standing up for his wife because she wasn't under attack. It was a, it was a joke. And when you go there, you know what the what the scene's going to be. It's not like somebody grabbed her rear end at the bar. It's not like somebody went up and said, "Hey baby, how about it?" I mean, I, this this wasn't uh, defending her her honor. This was a guy who made a joke about her the short haircut well, that she and, keeps and, and he and, later said he didn't know about the alopecia. And and, and Tiffany Haddish also has short hair, so I don't know if maybe there's a correlation there, you know. Um Oh, does she already? Does she also have alopecia? Because uh, Tiffany Haddish, I'm thinking of, has longer hair. I, I don't know if if she does, but she had shaved it um, like a while back, and and I don't know if she's growing it back out or what she's doing, but I don't know. But I think she had said something about that there have been times where stuff had happened with her and that nobody stood up for her. So I think that's why she she was for it. I guess that somebody stood up for uh, a black woman. I think that's what she said. Wow. Uh, to me, it doesn't make any sense. And again, alopecia is not a life, you know, risking um, um, affliction. It's something that just means that you can't that your hair falls out. Um, I, I don't wish it upon anybody. Don't misunderstand. But she's got plenty of work since then. And in Hollywood, you can wear wigs, or whatever hair is appropriate for the character. She's making plenty of money. Her husband is bringing in plenty of money. They're not a suffering family. And for him to think that he could all of a sudden, you know, become a kid in Philadelphia again. And go smack somebody. It doesn't make any sense. And and I'm guess I'm guessing that Haddish will probably adjust what she said once she realizes almost nobody else agrees with her. This isn't about standing up for a black woman or even standing up for your woman because it's not like she was mugged in Central Park. This is somebody talking about GI Jane, a freaking movie. Well, it and, doesn't make sense. And then I mean, just to kind of show you where where she's going with some of this stuff too. Somebody asked Tiffany Haddish about her her outfit and I think they called it a costume change because I guess she changed to something else and like she got offended by that and said that it was Was she one of the hosts that night? No. It was Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes and who else? There was a third person. Regina somebody? Yeah. um, Regina Hall? Do do we know Regina Hall? Yes. Who is that? Um, I don't know if you would know her. I I remember her from like Malibu's Most Wanted um, and then she was in um, I think she was in this, this scary movie um, like movies, like the most recent one, because I didn't see the new one. Not Scream, scary movie. They were like the ones that they make fun of. Scream. Oh wait, the, she was in the ones a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, maybe I, I would know who she is by looking at her, but it, it doesn't ring a bell for me. Um, but but at at the end of this entire saga, Will Smith does he assaults and batters Chris Rock, who again handled it the best he could. I would have jumped on the guy whether I won or lost. It didn't matter. He was going to get hit back. Um, and then 
It turns out Will Smith was asked to leave, and he didn't. Then you've got A-list stars standing and giving him a standing ovation as he's receiving the award. And and at the end of all of this, all, all you do is call 911. The police come in, and they take him away. And yeah, it would have been a horrible scene. A horrible scene, but one that he caused. You know, when, when the drunk gets too drunk at the bar... And he's no longer, you know, you're, you're no longer able to make sure that his behavior is not going to be detrimental to everybody else around him. You call somebody and you get rid of him. So I think that, I mean, what Jim Carrey made sense to me, what he said, that it was, uh, what did we say, it was obscene or something like that. Wanda Sykes said it was it was gross. I agree with her. Um, yeah, Ellen DeGeneres, it, it has the same sort of thing. But these are all stand-up comedians who are going, dude. You can't, this, you cannot give somebody a free pass to go and do this. So that's new information about Will Smith, what happened that night. And I don't know that I'll take any calls on it. I mean, if you guys want to call, uh, Sam, you can open the lines. If somebody wants to tell me why it's okay what he did, maybe I'll listen to that. In the meantime, Carrie, you've got a story out of Houston um, that I think is just ridiculous. You're going to get a lot more dumb lawsuits because of this result. What do you mm-hmm. have? From the Houston Chronicle, a Houston area student who was allegedly harassed and bullied by her teachers for refusing to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance has won a $90,000 settlement, according to the civil rights organization American Atheist. And the Texas Association of School Boards paid to resolve the case after the Klein Oak High School student's 12th grade sociology teacher agreed to settle before things went to trial. The organization announced in a Tuesday news release, which was first reported Reported by the Houston Chronicle's Rebecca Hens. In the 2017 suit, the non-religious student said she was discriminated against and harassed by several teachers after choosing to abstain from saying the pledge out of objection to the words under God and her belief that liberty and justice for all is not guaranteed for people of color in the U.S. And despite knowing the student was exempt from the pledge, the teacher identified in the suit as Benji Arnold singled out the student and threatened to fail her for not observing the pledge. According to the release, Arnold told the student that what she did left him no option but to give you a zero and you can have all the beliefs and resentment and animosity that you want. Arnold also offered to pay students to move students to Europe if they didn't like living in America as evidenced by an audio recording of the incident. Due to the incessant harassment, the student temporarily withdrew to be homeschooled. However, the harassment continued and intensified when she returned to Klein Oak, the release said. Jeffrey T. Blackwell, litigation counsel at American Atheist, said the settlement serves as a reminder students do not lose their First Amendment rights when they step onto school grounds. The classroom is not a pulpit, he said. It is a place of education not indoctrination okay so they didn't really win the suit the school district decided to settle it for ninety thousand dollars that's what it sounds it doesn't sound like a judge did i did i mishear you it sounds like they paid it yeah did a judge tell them to pay it it sounds like they settled Uh, that's what it sounds like to me too yeah okay so uh, let me break this down very quickly. School districts, stop giving in to these stupid furfers, the Freedom from, from Religion Foundation people. They, these, are, these are bad people who don't like American values. You cannot force somebody to say under God, I get that. But now the person says, I've got a problem with saying freedom and liberty for all, or freedom and justice for all. Um, and again, I am for the child not even saying it at all, to be honest with you. But he or she's got to stand up when the teacher says stand up and he or she doesn't have to put their hand on their heart. I think this was decided in, in courts a long time ago, but if the teacher says stand up and participate in what we're doing, you don't have to say it. You don't have to put your hand over your heart, but you're going to stand when the teacher says stand because that is somebody that you're a subordinate to. The teacher isn't saying take your clothes off or standing your head in the corner. Teacher says stand up because I said stand up. 
What if the teacher says, you know, we've got a fire alarm uh, or a fire drill, and uh, the student says, I don't observe fire drills. It's my First Amendment right not to listen to you. Well, that's not true. You have to listen to the teacher. There's authority, and there's and there are subordinates to that authority. I disagree with any settlement of cases like this because it uh, continues to tear away at what the Constitution was intended to do. It wasn't intended to give children uh, children the right to not listen to teachers, and it wasn't intended to have children in the middle of a classroom in a publicly funded school say how how they don't like the country and that it's not equally fair for people of color. That's stupid. $90,000 for some kid acting like a stupid kid? Sorry, should not have happened. That's ridiculous. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Tons going on. We will have uh, Ted Poe at the bottom of the hour. We love talking to Poe, former judge, former U.S. representative, great state of Texas, Houston area, and uh, just does a great job enlightening us on exactly what's going on. Uh, Let me tell you right now, though, about Eden Pure. A lot of people have been emailing me. What is that? What's that code again? What's that link again? I'll get it to you in a second. They use proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more. It freshens your home, gets rid of any odor like litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more. This is an air purifying system that you're going to like. And there's there, there are units that can fit just about anywhere. They plug right into the wall. It's not this big stand-up unit that you need some floor, uh, some floor space for. In fact, you put it anywhere you want. Over 200,000 thunderstorms have been sold so far. You know that it works very, very well. Never breathe dirty air again. And you don't have to buy any filters. So that's it. You, you buy them and you're done. Takes up no floor space, as I said. Plugs right into the wall. Almost silent. Great for use in bedrooms and elsewhere. We've got a couple in the Pags house. And we really, really like them. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. E-D-E-N-P-U-R-E-D-E-A-L-S.com. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAGS3. Save $200. Again, the shipping is free as well. EdenPureDeals.com. PAGS3 is the code. Save $200 and save that money Right now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you calling in. Alan, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Nice to talk to you. Thank you. I uh, just want to comment about your, your statement there concerning standing for the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Yes. I'm, I'm a patriot. I'm a Christian, an American all the way. And uh, I, I understand the frustration with people who don't want to go along with the ceremonies that we, uh, that we observe, being Americans. But I think you kind of stepped across a line when you said that uh, the child should have stood up. I, I just believe that that's part of the whole ceremony, and therefore I think that that fits into uh, why they, what they would do as an abstention. It's not a matter of disobeying the teacher. I don't yes, think. it is. They could be disobeying and everything else, but at that moment, uh, everyone is standing up for a specific purpose, and that child, to me, in my mind, 
has the freedom to say, no, I'm not going to participate. All right, so so the children have a, a exclusive and absolute uh, First Amendment rights when in the classroom? Is that what you're telling me? No, I wouldn't say that at all. Well, what, what, time, what if the teacher says there's a dress code? Does the, does the child uh, have to listen to the dress code? I don't have a problem code? with the dress code if everybody understands it. And well, I, well it then why would you have a problem with the teacher saying stand up? The teacher isn't saying put your hand on your heart. The teacher isn't saying say the pledge. The teacher isn't saying say under God. The teacher isn't saying love the country. The teacher is saying stand up. Uh, well, while we well, do this thing, and then you can I sit really down afterwards. All right, thing, so you really uh, think that children in, in school should have the ability to tell the teacher, I'm not going to listen to you because my rights supersede your authority over me. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I think you're, I think you're overstepping the, I think you're overstating the case completely. Not even a little bit. I think bit. that causes us What, what, what did I say that was an overstatement? Write me an email. i got to run. i got to go to the break. It's not because I, I don't want to argue. I love arguing. But we're actually out of time. We're up against the interview coming up. Um, I've made myself clear. Teacher says stand up and doesn't make you, you know, avoid your religion or go against your religion. Then you should stand up. Keep it here. Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really love having this guy in. He's a former judge. He's a former U.S. representative, District 2, out of the great state of uh, of Texas. It's my friend Ted Poe. Ted, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing great. Thank you, Joe. I suited up for you today, Ted. I know. You look great. <laughs> I appreciate that. It had nothing to do with me being on TV before this. This is just for Ted Poe. Uh, so, so, so you thought What's a Woman was a pretty good song then? Oh, it is. And who would have ever thought we didn't know what a woman was? I got I to tell you something, Ted. You know, as I'm watching this, I was thinking about you the entire time. Not because of the woman question, obviously, but because you're a former judge. And you're a guy that I've gone to about the Constitution a lot, about the Supreme Court a lot. I think you'd be a great Supreme Court justice, to be honest. Um, and, and when Biden says, I'm going to nominate a black female on the campaign trail, I guess you can say that on the campaign trail. But as the president of the United States, the guy who actually selects somebody for the job, when you say that again... Isn't that some sort of violation of the EEOC regulations we have in this, in this country where everybody should have a, a, an equal opportunity to go for a job that's open with the federal government? Can you say it's going to only be a white Christian man I'm going to elect or select? Uh, no, you can't say that. But you can say uh, only going to select a black woman because uh, there's different rules for different different individuals. Yeah, right. And, of course, uh, uh, that was to Biden. That is a qualification that she's black. And that she's a woman. Those are the only two qualifications that matter to him. Therefore, that's why he wanted to appoint a black female, a black woman uh, to the uh, Supreme Court of the United States. Everything else is irrelevant except those two qualifications. Well, Ted, I got to ask you, I mean, if he wanted to do that and wanted to be the first to do that, why tell us? Just do it. If he just does it, I'm not going to say, well, why'd you pick a black woman? That would be ridiculous for me to ask that. But when you say I'm going to disqualify anybody who isn't black and female, you're literally telling, what, 93% of the population, you have no chance at this job. And if I'm the person who was selected, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, isn't she the one who should be most uh, the most insulted? You, you picked me because I'm a black woman, not because of my qualifications? Absolutely. It's demeaning, Joe, to say that and to do that because... It ruins her credibility to some extent. You know, she she's qualified on other basis rather than um, she's a black female. And those are the qualifications. That's all Joe Biden was looking for. And that I think that is an insult to her. I think it's an insult. And uh, he should have just 
gone ahead and appointed a black woman to be on the Supreme Court and not said anything about it. But he wants everybody to know it's payback for Clyburn of South Carolina promising to and delivering the black vote in South Carolina when he ran for a president of the United States. And he wants people to know that. And it's shameful that he did that. Joe Biden historically filibustered and promised to filibuster a black nominee to to a federal court. I don't know if it was Supreme Court, but it was a court that would have eventually gotten her there had he said yes. I mean, but his bottom line was, I'm going to filibuster and stop this nomination. Democrats also stopped the nomination of an Hispanic man from going to the high court. So why do they think they have the moral high ground here? And Ted, why does anybody believe them when they say this, when they had opportunities years ago to do exactly what they say they want to do now? Because they think we're stupid. That's why. And that, that's why he, he appointed the qualifications black woman. And that's why he appointed uh, a black woman to be confirmed for the Supreme Court. And, you know, because of his, because of his uh, gaffes in the past and because he was on the other side and because he was a very pro-segregationist, yeah. you know, that, those were the other dates. Now is now, and he wants to remain in office, and that's why he made this appointment this way, and it's shameful, it's demeaning to the person that's appointed uh, by, this, uh, by the president. Former Judge Ted Poe, uh, former U.S. Representative Ted Poe, great facial hair, Ted Poe. Funny guy, Ted Poe. Uh, Ted, we, lo- we love having you on. Let's. Uh, I want to finish up with, uh, with this nomination, if we can. It sounds like Susan Collins from Maine is going to vote to approve or confirm. Mitt Romney early on was saying that the Republicans were taking the wrong tact with her. He might vote to confirm. I don't think you're going to pick off any Democrats to stop the confirmation. So in essence, we'll have a person, I don't care what her race or her gender is, we'll have a person on the court who is light on, on criminals, historically, who ha- has sentenced less than the minimum sentence as a judge, people who are pedophiles and people who had kitty porn on their computers, She's somebody who is radically pro-abortion in that she actually represented pro-abortion outlets. And she's somebody who who is a proponent of CRT as she sits on a school board in Washington, D.C., even though she lied and said that she doesn't know anything about CRT being taught. She knows it's being taught. She even gave a speech about it. So that's who's going to be in the court, Ted. And there's nothing we can do to stop it. I mean, did you ever think that a Republican, watching those confirmation hearings as a judge, as a former representative, did you ever think a Republican would say, yeah, I'll sign on here? And why are they doing it? Do you think? No, they're doing it for our political points. They don't want to. They don't want to be accused and go down in history as voting against a black woman for Supreme Court of the United States. That's purely what it is. It has nothing to do with the the qualifications or disqualifications yeah. that you just mentioned. Though all of those things you just mentioned, those are all to me disqualifications. Why she should not be on the Supreme Court. She gets nominated. We've got 40 years of left-wing concept that the Constitution is a moving, living document, and uh, it's going to be tough those uh, 40 years while she's on the Supreme Court of the United States. Ted, how did she sentence pedophiles to less than the minimum? I thought the minimum meant that's the lowest you can go. How did she give these (laughs) people... I only speak English, Ted. I thought the definition of minimum was, but then again, I don't know the definition of a woman. So um, it, how do you do that? As a judge, you're allowed to go less than what you're not allowed to go less than? Well, the Supreme Court has now ruled that judges don't have to follow the exact sentencing <sighs> guidelines. They, they ruled that a few years ago. So she goes below. That, that just tells you how she feels about it. Pedophiles, she comes across it. It's no big deal. I'm not going to punish them like, 
the the minimum sentence, not certainly not the maximum sentence, because it's no big deal. That should tell us something about her qualifications. I don't think that person should be on the Supreme Court. Yeah. I don't think that person ought to be on any court in the United States. But who am I? I was just spent 25, 22 years as a district judge in Texas. And, you know, pedophiles, um, there's something there's something very difficult about getting a fair jury for a pedophile in Texas. Let me tell you. Oh, and, and it's a, it's not a good time in jail for the pedophiles either. And I'm fine with that. That's right. Uh, to be honest with you, it's a U.S. former U.S. Representative Ted Poe. Uh, just one last thing, Ted. Right here, right now, can you give me a definition for a woman? <laughs> Ted, why are, well, this is bizarre world, Ted. A woman refused to define woman. Well, yes, I know one when I see one. So I can... <laughs> well, good for you, Ted. Thank God. Uh, I mean, and, and of course, I don't want an answer to that because it's obvious. It's, a, it's an adult female with, a, with no Y chromosome. That's all she had to say. Or... Ted, she could have said, you know, there might be cases presented to the Supreme Court where somebody is is uh, talking about gender identity and their ability to compete. As much as I know what a woman is, I'd rather not answer that right now because I don't want to sully my ability to rule in those cases. That might have made more sense, right? That would have been the better answer for her to say that rather than to say, I, I uh, am not a biologist. I don't know what what a female is. I can't answer that question. Stunning. So, uh, but I never thought we'd get to that point where uh, that that was a qualification or disqualification for being on, on the Supreme Court. That whole issue of being a woman, you know, she she has to qualify because because Biden said that she's a black woman, so she has to qualify as a black woman to get the appointment. Yeah, but according to her answer, she may or may not be a black woman. I'm not really sure to be honest because uh, I can't define what woman is. I know she I know she's know. yeah right. I know that she's African American, but but as far as being a woman, I'm not clear on the definition anymore. It's Ted Poe. Go and follow him at Judge Poe at Judge Ted Poe on Twitter and elsewhere. Just a great guy. Uh, let's talk about Ukraine, but more specifically, if you're in the House of Representatives right now, Ted, and you hear the leader of the free world say things like, "If Russia uses chemical weapons, we'll respond in kind." My God. Or for God's sakes, why is this person, or this man needs to be out of power now? Something to that effect. He said something to the effect of, we're training Ukrainian soldiers in Poland. Now, every one of those things was dispelled and walked back by his administration that, no, we're not training people in Poland. We're we're maybe advising. No, we're not going to drop chemical weapons. He didn't really mean that. He wasn't talking about Putin being in power in Russia. He was talking about Putin having power over his neighbors. Ted, this guy is going to start World War III every time he goes off the teleprompter. What would your thoughts be if you were in the House right now? Uh, he needs to quit talking. You talk Now, they the left constantly was was talking about the fact that Trump talked too much. Let me tell you something. Joe Biden needs to not talk at all because we don't know if he means it or he doesn't mean it. If he does mean it, he's going to change his mind. And all he is doing is destabilizing the world because of his comments. And the Russians, you know, they take him for for first thing he says that uh, that we're going to send troops in. Oh, no, we're not going to send troops in. Uh, Chemical weapons, we're going to use those too. He backtracks on everything, and we don't. We really don't know who's making those decisions for right. him to backtrack. We'd like to know who that is. So he is destabilizing the world and making the United States look like a bunch of bumbling idiots because we can't make a decision on what we're going to do about the Russian invasion of Ukraine, except say call them bad names, which is common for the left to call names to people. And uh, it's very disheartening for us to have the man in charge making decisions and making statements that 
he either means or he doesn't mean, and it may result in aggression, more aggression from the Russians or even from uh, the, the NATO allies. Because exactly, exactly where I was going next. You're saying these things, and these things are being heard by a fascist leader, Vladimir Putin, a leader who, from all accounts, is on shaky ground in his own country and will do anything to keep his power and to survive. So if Biden says chemical weapons or we're going to send troops into Ukraine or we're training troops, uh, Ukrainian troops in Poland, if he says things like that or we have to get rid of this guy Putin, Putin is nuts enough to respond and go and, and do something that would annihilate an entire region on the, on the planet. I mean, why doesn't somebody reel this guy back? He simply can't say what he's saying. Even if he means it, say it to your wife at dinner. Don't say it in front of the microphone and the cameras. Well, absolutely. And that is that is what he has done. Uh, as I said, he's destabilizing the whole conflict and making it worse because people don't know where the United States stand. Most of all, Putin doesn't know where the United States stands. And Putin has already started aggression. He started this war. And when he hears comments that the president has been making about going to escalate the war, what is Putin to do? Well, Putin... He may keep shooting. He yeah. may get more serious, might use chemical weapons. Who knows what he will do? Because we don't know what the truth is coming out of the White House. We should have a policy. We should have a leader. We don't have a leader in the White House. Absolutely no leader. I mean, we got uh, on the NATO side, looks like we got the French and the Germans of all countries taking the lead on this aggression against Putin. Who would have thought? And the United States is just in the background our president is just making comments, getting trying to get political points, saying how rotten Putin is. And what does that accomplish? Not a thing. It's uh, former U.S. Representative Ted Poe, former Judge Ted Poe. Uh, Ted, I've got to ask you this. Is, is it as simple as Putin saying, oh, there's weakness in America. Let me do what I want to do. And here's what I mean. George W. Bush was leaving. He was a lame duck. Obama was coming in and, and, and I guess uh, McCain was running against him. And Putin said, Screw it. Let me roll into Georgia. And we didn't do a whole lot about that. And then Obama's in office and Biden's in office. And Putin says, hey, I'll go ahead and take Crimea back. And nobody did anything about it. Then you have four years of Trump where Putin didn't do squat. And we shut down the, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. We told the EU, you've got to buy liquefied natural gas from us. And if you want us to protect you from Russia, you've got to get oil from us as well and other energy. You're not going to pay him for energy as I'm protecting you from him. That's stupid. For four years, China didn't do anything. Russia didn't do anything. North Korea was afraid of us. Venezuela was afraid of us. Cuba was afraid of us. And then Biden comes into office. And then again, maybe I'm simplifying it too much. Four days later, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline starts reconstruction. Biden does nothing. And then they start lining troops up on the border with Ukraine. Is it that simple, Ted? I see weakness in America. I can do anything I want. Well, that's exactly what's occurred. And it, you're right. It started with Georgia. The, the Russians moved into Georgia, took one third of the Georgian country, and the Russians are still there. The United States and other NATO countries <laughs> basically did nothing except don't do that anymore. Right. They waited a while, went into Crimea when President uh, Obama was president. And uh, when I was there, the president of Ukraine told me, I said, what do you want? What can we do to help? He said, quit sending us canned food and send us some weapons yeah. because the United States was only sending MREs to Ukraine in 2014. And now what has occurred, they've got uh, uh, Crimea and they just waited a while and found weakness and are moving in. Why, why are we surprised that they're doing this? The Ukrainians and the Georgians always predicted this was going to happen unless the United States stood strong. 
And we're getting what the Russians expected and the uh, free world, you know, as, as observed. And we have done basically nothing to prevent that because uh, Biden is weak. We don't know what he means. And yeah. so, uh, you know, we ought to be looking over to China. It won't be long. We're going to see the Chinese just move into Taiwan, in my opinion. And what are we going to do about it? Who knows what we're going to do about it? Ted, what should we have done leading up to that? I've got maybe 30 seconds left. But leading up to this, should we have said Ukraine is in NATO or Ukraine will never be in NATO? Should we have made a definitive decision on that? And that would have either dissuaded Russia or, or relieved Russia? Because his problem appears to be that he's not sure Ukraine's not going to be in NATO. Well, when Biden said on December the 9th that uh, uh, Ukraine ought to be in NATO, that's when uh, the Russians moved 100,000 troops on the border. Wow. Ukraine is never going to be in NATO. It doesn't qualify to be in NATO. NATO will not vote to have Ukraine in NATO. I served on the uh, NATO Parliamentary Council and discussions we had over the years about uh, Ukraine. It was always, they're not going to be in. They don't qualify. And we should have made that clear. I think it is clear to some people in NATO, but it's not clear to the United States. And who knows what Putin would have done. So he, he keeps talking about uh, Ukraine can't be in NATO. Well, NATO doesn't want them in NATO. No, we, should, we should just say it then. Na- NATO is not going to accept Ukraine. Get your tanks out of there. What is wrong with you? Because then he's just a bad actor. But if he's saying I'm doing this because I, uh, Biden said that it looks like they're going to be joining, well, this is why I have to do it before they join or else we're attacking America. Ted, Ted I'm almost out of time. Just, just very, very quickly. I mean, it, it, would it have been that simple, do you think? Just say they're not going to be in. Well, we should we should have said that because that is that's the NATO position. It may not be Biden's position, but NATO's position was and is they are not going to be in. And it, it don't qualify for other reasons than the fact that Putin doesn't want them in, which is a long story that we could talk about some other time. Yeah. But we should have made that clear. And of course, we didn't. And when we say something. We really don't mean it because we backtrack on it. I'm talking about the administration. Yeah, right. And the previous administration didn't do that. If he said it, he would drop bombs on Syria. He dropped bombs on Syria. And then people around the world said, okay, we better not mess with this guy. It's our former U.S. representative and former Judge Ted Poe, great friend of mine. Ted, thanks a million. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. <laughs> All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot. We appreciate Ted Poe, pop culture. Hi, Paula. What's going on, dude? So, did you see this news about uh, Bruce Willis? Yes, I hate that news about about Bruce Willis. Yeah. So apparently, um, his both his daughter and I think even Demi Moore was tweeting out about this whole situation, and he's basically uh, going to step away from his acting career because uh, he's been diagnosed with uh, aphasia. I believe that's how you say it. And right. it's affecting his cognitive cognitive abilities. Uh, I guess to, to even speak. Um, that really sucks. I like Bruce Willis a lot. That that stinks. Hopefully they'll find a cure and the guy can come back. I appreciate you, Polo. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate Kerry. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time. Bye.
This is the Joe Pegg Show.